Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of the Matt Luna Fishing Podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, one thing I'd like to do is grow this podcast. One way I think we could do it is by having you take a picture and posting it on your social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Tag me in that post and I will share it myself on my Instagram story. I really want the podcast to grow and I think this would be a fun way to share that my podcast is out there and that you guys are listening. So if you do that, thank you very much and here's today's episode. Welcome back to the channel. Today's video is gonna be all about how to fish in deep water. Uh, deep water can be intimidating to a lot of people and today I wanna to break down some specific techniques that you can use to fish in deep water that are gonna help you catch more fish. So deep water fishing is very relative to the areas that you, or lakes that you normally fish. Now there's rivers that are very shallow all over the lake, so 10 foot deep. But here where I fish locally in San Diego, I consider anything basically 30 feet and deeper deep water. Now I've caught fish all the way up into 50, 60, 70 foot of water before. And you know, I've caught fish in 50 foot suspended over 80 foot of water. So there's a lot of different tactics that we're gonna talk about or we can talk about, but I'm gonna talk to you specifically about the ones that I find most successful and the easiest to fish. You know, I've found that anything past that 25, maybe even 20 foot zone, anything past that reaction baits can be really difficult to fish that deep. You have to fish them very, very slowly to keep them down in the depth you're trying to target. So I've found that when I'm trying to fish super deep water like that, you know, I find that, you know, Carolina rigs, jigs, and drop shot, shaky heads, stuff like that are really gonna benefit me the best and I'm gonna catch the most fish that way. Now there are swim baits and stuff that you can get down that deep. You're gonna have to go with heavy, you know, heavy jig heads, heavy swim baits, you know, just heavy lures to get down and stay down deep enough. One of my favorite ways to fish is fishing a Carolina rig. I've caught fish up shallow on a Carolina rig and I've caught fish way out deep on a Carolina rig. So it's super versatile. But when I'm talking about fishing Carolina rig in deep water, I'm talking about times where I've had my boat in 50 foot of water and I'm casting out into that 60 foot range and I'm dragging that Carolina rig uphill along rocks or riprap or whatever's down on the bottom and catching fish in that deep of water. Now you don't have to fish the Carolina rig that deep, but I want you to know that you can. You can fish that, that technique super deep. You get a one ounce weight on there, you bomb that thing out there with a long cast out into deep water, you bring it back uphill, and sometimes you can just catch a ton of fish that way. It's a great way to catch fish. It's a fun way to catch fish because there's times on that Carolina rig where you just get hit like a freight train. They rip the rod out of your hands. But then there's other times where it's a real subtle, light bite where it's almost just a pressure. But you know, there's a lot of times where you just feel that fish just take that rod out of your hands and then you can rear back, really set the hook real good on a Carolina rig and you can catch a lot of fish and I've caught some big fish as well doing that. When I'm fishing the Carolina rig, I pretty much always use a one ounce weight. Um, I use a lead weight. Some guys I know use tungsten, totally up to you. I don't feel like you need the tungsten with the Carolina rig. However, some people like it because they just feel it's a little bit more sensitive. It's something you might want to play around with yourself. I think the lead works fine, but if you just want to get that little bit extra level of sensitivity, go ahead and get that tungsten weight, try it out, see what your preference is. But past that weight, a lot of times I'm gonna use, you know, a brass clacker and, you know, a red bead or some kind of a glass bead to just make it noisy. And then I have all three of those stopped, you know, with a swivel. Now past the swivel, 
I use monofilament line. That's just the way I, I learned how to do it. It's just how I've gotten comfortable using it over time. I tend to think that that monofilament slows the bait falling down a little bit more than you know fluorocarbon does because monofilament is a line that doesn't sink. It wants to float, but obviously when you get that one ounce weight pulling it down, you have the hook and the bait, it's all working its way down. But when you have that monofilament, it's probably gonna just float and just go down a little bit slower than it would if it had fluorocarbon. And then I got my hook on the end of it with you know a baby brush hog or whatever type of plastic or whatever you know forage I'm trying to mimic. Now when I'm working that Carolina rig, I work it pretty fast until I hit whatever type of cover I'm trying to reach. A lot of times I'm fishing rocks with the Carolina rig, so when I'm not feeling those rocks, I'm moving it fairly quickly. And then once I hit those rocks, I really slow down and I do what I like to call counting rocks and it's just one rock at a time. You feel each individual one, you feel that weight come up and over. And then that's a lot of times when you're gonna get those strikes and then you're gonna let that fish take it a little bit and then you're gonna swing and set that hook and bring that fish in. So another technique that you can use out in deep water to help you catch more fish is a jig. Now, I prefer to use a football jig. You can use up to, you know, ounce, ounce and a half football jig that they have out there. Typically I stay between a half and a three quarter ounce jig but you can go up to that one ounce as well. You know, I like to find rock piles offshore, cast out deep, work that jig right over those rock piles real, real slow, you know, pair up those trailers, you know, for active fish or, or non-active fish. You know, I like the double tail grub for active fish and then I like a beaver style trailer for those non-active fish. Cast that jig out, fish it real slow over those rocks, count those rocks like I just mentioned, and then you're gonna feel that strike and then when you're gonna really wanna rear back, set the hook really, really hard on the jig because that's when you really wanna get that weed guard out of the way. You're gonna to wanna to get that hook into that fish's mouth and when you're fishing down deep, you have a lot of line out in the water so you need to reel up all that slack, really set the hook hard, drive that hook in that fish, fish and then bring it into the boat or up to shore. So another one of my go-to techniques when it comes to fishing in deep water is a drop shot. Now sometimes it's gonna be vertically drop shotting using my graph, finding those fish you know, down deep in the water and just dropping my drop shot straight down underneath the boat, watching my graph, waiting for those fish to hit you know, that bait right off the graph. Other times I'm gonna be casting out to a rock pile, you know, brush pile, trees, something like that. I'm looking for a specific type of offshore structure. Sometimes I'm gonna be you know, finding that while I'm idling around using my electronics, using my side scan or down scan, or, you know, you just might see something on your graph while you're fishing, you drop down there, you just might see a fish and you just drop down there, you shake it in front of its face, you know, you get bit, you set that hook, you bring that fish up. Now, one of the things you wanna take into consideration when fishing a drop shot down deep like that is what size weight you're gonna to wanna to use. You wanna use the lightest weight you can get away with. Now, I like to fish a quarter ounce weight up into probably that 30 to 40 foot range, depending on wind or if I might be fishing out deeper than that on occasion, I might bump it up to that 3 8 ounce weight. I don't like to use that 3 8 ounce weight unless I have to. If I can get away with that quarter ounce weight down deep, I will. I just feel like that quarter ounce weight, you know, you tend to need to up your rod just a little bit, the, the stiffness of your rod, so that way you're not dragging too much weight with, with your drop shot rod because then you're gonna lose some of that sensitivity and, and that feel. So I find that if I can get away with that quarter ounce weight, that's the one I wanna stick with down deep. But if I need to, I will, you know, use that 3 8 ounce weight, maybe up, up the rod strength just a little bit, so that way I have a little bit stiffer rod, 
just to help with sensitivity and that and then dragging that heavy weight out on the bottom but i think that if you can get away with it stick with that quarter ounce it's going to help you fish down deep you're still going to be able to feel everything but if you really feel like you need to up up that weight go up to that three eighth ounce and try and see what happens and you can always take that weight off and put a quarter ounce if you're not liking that three eighths now one thing to keep in mind when you're fishing the drop shot especially if you're fishing it vertically you know you can up that weight to that three eighth ounce I like to do that sometimes because I'm fishing vertically. I wanna be able to get that bait down quick. I don't have spot lock on my boat with my trolling motor, so I'm still manually trying to stay in that one spot. So getting something down in front of those fish quickly is pretty key for me. And not only when you have that heavy weight, you can sometimes jerk that drop shot up off the bottom and then let it fall back down and you can get reaction strikes or you can start to stir those fish up where they weren't before. So that's something to keep in mind. But when I'm casting my drop shot out and I'm trying to work a rock pile offshore and I'm not fishing vertically, if I can get away with it, I do wanna stick with that quarter ounce weight. Now I know a lot of us like to consider ourselves power fishermen. So we don't always like, like to slow down and throw the Carolina rig or throw a jig or a drop shot. We always wanna throw reaction baits. We wanna burn bank, we wanna cover water and we wanna throw those reaction baits. There are techniques that you can throw in deep water when it comes to reaction baits. It's just a lot, of, a lot more difficult to fish those baits deep than it is to fish them shallow. I've caught fish on you know, an Alabama rig down deep, a spinner bait down deep, underspins down deep, swim baits down deep. So it is possible. You know, Other baits like tailspins can be good down deep as well. You just have to know how quickly you can reel, how to keep that bait on the bottom. There's times where if you're not using a heavy enough weight, you're gonna have to let more line out so you can get that bait back down to the bottom and then slow reel it again. So there's different things you need to take into consideration when fishing reaction baits down deep. So for example, this past January at Lake Shasta, I was catching fish in 30 foot of water on Alabama rig. I'd cast the Alabama rig out. I'd let it sink all the way to the bottom. I'd watch my line fall all the way to the bottom once it stopped. You know, I'd reel up the slack and I would just slow roll that bait on the bottom. And when I was feeling those rocks, I was feeling that Alabama rig tick the bottom is when I would get those strikes. And those were some of my better fish was fishing down in that deep water. You know, I know guys did catch fish shallow, but for whatever reason, I was catching fish in that, that deep water on the Alabama rig. So like I said, there are ways to catch fish in deep water on reaction baits, but you just have to be really aware of how much that that lure's coming off off the bottom and you're usually gonna have to fish it pretty slow in order to keep it down in the vicinity of those fish that you're targeting. You know, I think it goes unsaid that when we're fishing deep, a lot of times we're gonna have to up our weights. It's just part of getting that lure down into the fish's face. Basically, if you're nowhere near those fish, you're not gonna get bit. You gotta get that bait down to those fish. That's why, like I'm saying with the Carolina rig, I'm throwing a one ounce weight. You know, when I'm fishing that jig, I'm using a half ounce, three quarter up to an ounce jig. You know, if you're fishing an underspin or something like that, you're gonna have to use, you know, maybe up to a three eighth ounce or even bigger underspin in order to get it down deep enough. And that way you don't have to reel quite as slow, but you still have to pay attention to make sure that you're not bringing that bait up off the bottom too far because now you're not gonna be near enough to those fish. They're not gonna move far enough to catch. So you go eat that bait and you're not gonna catch your fish. A couple tricks for those of you that don't have super heavy stuff in order to help you get that bait down to those fish is let's say you have like a 3 16th ounce underspin, darter head, something like that, but you need to get that thing down deeper than you normally do. One thing that you can do is pair up a little bit heavier plastic on those baits. So if one of your favorite techniques or one of your favorite 
swim baits is a, usually a pretty light one. Maybe try a different one that is a little bit heavier. Maybe it has more salt in it or something like that. It's just a heavier plastic bait that you can put on that darter head, put on that underspin, put on that swim bait, whatever, and it's gonna help you get that bait down deeper. Now, if you're not getting bit and you need to go back to whatever swim bait you, you prefer to use, then do that, but you might see benefit of just getting that bait down a little bit further than you normally would with whatever bait you were using in the past. So there's some different tricks like that that are gonna help you get that you know, 3 16th or whatever size you know, lure down a little bit deeper than you normally would by just pairing up a plastic that's a little bit heavier. So catching fish in deep water, there's one last thing that I wanna to talk to you guys about and that's figuring out or learning how to fizz your fish. A lot of times when you catch fish in that 50 foot of water range or something, you know, not even always that deep, when they come up, they're full of air. And what that does is it, it, it affects those fish and they can eventually die because when they get to that shallow water, the pressure and everything like that isn't what they're used to when they're down deep. So you end up having that fish float belly up. Now it's fully alive. You can grab it and it's shaking and doing everything like it's supposed to. But over time, that fish can't turn itself over. It can't get itself back down to that deep water and it can die. So when you fizz that fish, you let that air out of that fish and it, and it makes it be able to get back down into that deep water where it wants to be. So that's something I suggest you guys look into. It's definitely something that I need to get better at. I need to do more research so I feel more comfortable doing it to those fish that I catch in deep water as well. So my hope for this video was not to give you all the information to go out and fish each one of these techniques effectively. It was to give you a bunch of options when it comes to fishing in deep water because I think a lot of guys are intimidated by fishing deep water. They feel like they have no confidence when it comes into fishing deep water, but there's a lot of fish down, in, down deep. There's a lot of quality fish down deep. We have electronics that allow us to see so much down there in deep water that we need to learn how to take advantage of those situations, how to, how to effectively fish down there. So Coming soon, I am going to be making more videos that talk about the Carolina rig in deep water, that talk about the jig in deep water, that talk about the drop shot in deep water, the Alabama rig, all kinds of different stuff. I plan to put out a ton more content you know, over the course of time. So go out there, start building a foundation with these different techniques that I mentioned. Take some of the tips that I mentioned within this video as well, apply them, go out there, just start trying to catch fish in deep water. You might be surprised at how successful you are. Maybe you're struggling. Feel free to hit me up with any questions or anything like that. I have no problem with that. Hey everybody, I wanna say thank you for listening to this episode of the Matt Luna Fishing Podcast. I wanna let you know about my email list. If you wanna sign up for my email list, you can sign up in the description of this episode. In my email list, I send out tips, updates on when new videos and podcasts are available. I'd love for you to be a part of it and allow me to create content for you outside of social media and this podcast. Sign up below in the description of this podcast. Thanks.